uh, with cans. If we want a whole ranking system, maybe I'll just do my own spinoff podcast and just say Keats cans, and I can just uh, yep. <laughs> rank all the cans. <laughs> cans and titties. I mean, I have a what? <laughs> this is a detail podcast. This year marked the 26th E3, during which hardware manufacturers, software developers, and publishers from the video game industry presented new and upcoming products. The event organized by the Entertainment Software Association, ESA, ran as a virtual online-only event with free access to all from June 12th through the 15th of 2021. Today, we will be discussing the highlights and reveal what we are looking forward to the most from E3 2021. Hello and welcome to Drink In, Geek Out, a show where we drink beer and geek out. I'm your host, Dustin, and alongside me is... This is Saf, and with me is... Keith, and not with me... Pale? Pale? (laughs) Pale's not here. Pale... No pale? All right. No pale. Well, good. No one to fuck up the uh, today's featuring part. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of which, we're featuring Choose Your Lagers from Two Toms and Junk Ditch. One is crispy and the other is hoppy. And we picked them because they have Super Smash Brothers uh, style of art on the can. And this is an E3 episode that was essentially dominated by Nintendo. Oh, for sure. Mm -hmm. In the reveal of a new Smash Bros. character. And, of course, we're talking about the 2021 Electronic Entertainment Expo, or as commonly known as E3. But before we get into that, what have you guys been drinking or playing lately? I can take this. I've been playing, well, I have completed Bowser's Fury, which is like a added feature, I guess, for the Super Mario 3D Land. Uh, and it was fantastic. Highly recommend that game. It's basically like a Odyssey light. Everything takes place in one world, and you ho- you can just like swim to different islands, and each island is its own kind of level. And then every five minutes or so, Bowser comes out of the sludge as like a giant uh, Godzilla creature, and you have to either hide from him or fight him. <laughs> Very fun. Nice. Yeah, I saw that. I almost picked it up myself, but I was a little preoccupied picking up other games like Link's Awakening mm. and uh, <laughs> the um, Star- Stardew Valley that I got from my wife that she's not going to listen to this episode, so she won't know. <laughs> she's not outside the room listening. Yeah, she's, she's probably not playing listen. Animal Crossing right now. She actually is. I went to pour this beer and she <laughs> had it up. It was running. Yeah. Uh, so for me, I've been playing Breath of the Wild for the past week, week and a half. Uh, pretty heavy because I'm essentially done with the game. Uh, I'm at the point where I can either fight Ganon or dick around and try to 100% it. And until we record the episode, I think I'm just going to try to 100% it. Because <laughs> yep, <laughs> I have really nothing else to do. So Yeah. yeah. I was, I mean, uh, you can really go forever in that game. Yeah, I was, uh, I was just hanging out in Dueling Peaks and I did all the side quests and I finished all the shrines. And I have a list of all these seeds to get. I think I've gotten like seven seeds from that area. So I'm going to try to get the rest of them before I move on to the next one. Damn. Good. So I only, because there's like, what, 900 seeds? I think there's like 999. <laughs> yeah, like 999 seeds, but you only need 441 of them. Oh, really? Yeah. To That's the only thing left the, I have to do. 
So mm -hmm. as soon as you get all those done, like 441 of them, to increase your weapons, your, your yep. uh, bows and your inventory shields, slots, <laughs> there's no need to correct, collect the rest of them. So yep. I was just going to try to do the easier ones. You you don't get anything when you collect them all. And complete oh. game completionists are pissed off because Nintendo's like, why the hell would you yeah. go out and find 400 more? So you really don't get anything at the end. <laughs> oh, people were so mad. I'm like, you're collecting shit. So what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, my turn. Uh, I jumped from demo to demo version on the Switch. <laughs> I downloaded the uh, Age of Calamity, Hyrule Warriors, whatever it's called. Yeah. Um, I downloaded that one to check it out. And I'm not a fan of that game. Uh, it's way too different. It's way too fast paced. Like action here 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 it's going too quick yeah, i mean crazy. it's kind of fun but it's not like a true zelda game oh, it's no. its own thing and they just put a zelda face on it so eh, i made it through the first battle and it's like i really don't want to go through a second battle because it's like oh now more characters i can be someone else besides link i'm like this isn't a zelda game <laughs> i'm like i don't want to play as anybody else i just want to do what i do um the other one i checked out was uh the metopia God, it's horrible. I keep seeing that <laughs> on Twitter. There's a demo version, so I downloaded it, and I had a couple of me's already made, so I got me, nephews I threw in there, and you can pick and choose who does what role. So, I mean, the novelty of it, it was kind of fun, but then when you actually try to play it, it's supposed to be like this RPG game, but it, it's so garbage. It's not good at all. <laughs> I don't recommend it. I mean, it, it's more cutesy, tootsy fun type thing yeah. kids probably would enjoy it but i'm like yeah going from breath of the wild to that it's like yeah no nah, nah, i'll pass so gotta check out cadence of hyrule i almost bought it oh yeah it was on sale <laughs> but i didn't end up doing it just check out the demo we'll talk about it on the breath of the wild episode in our little what we've been playing lately all right beer time hey beer. all right uh so the first beer that we're starting off with today is the Choose your lager crispy because yeah, the other one is choose your lager something else. Hoppy. Uh, Hoppy. Yep. All right. So 4.5% ABV. So it's lighter than shit and it's 10 IBUs. Oh, this is the 10 forward. It's Guinan's bar. Whoopee. Yeah. Her bar is located in 10 forward. All right. This delicious beverage is not your ordinary lager. It is a melee of a beer yeah. brewed with our friends at Junk Ditch Brewing Company, evoking aroma and taste similar to your favorite crispy rice marshmallow treat. I'm sure that had to be flipped around yeah. so it doesn't <laughs> say copyright. Rice crispy, but you can't say crispy rice. Crispy rice. With a K. <laughs> it says that on the side of the can, but it also goes on to say... While it's fun to compete, wait, hold on, it's hard to read in this lighting. While it's fun to compete, it's the collaborative adventures it. between breweries that make beer extra fun. This is a really badass can. This yeah, is absolutely. this is vampire so cool. level <laughs> 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 and beyond. Uh, it's yeah. the. Uh, I was so excited when I found this. Fountains of Dreams level from Smash Brothers, essentially. Kirby. Uh, yeah. But it looks like pancakes, right? Yeah. So if you yeah. it's on top of like pancakes. It does kind of yeah, look like does. pancakes. It doesn't really do anything for me. Like 
uh, aesthetically. It's Rice Krispie Treats. What are pancakes doing? But also, it looks like it's like an icing on top of it instead of like syrup. It could be like a three-level layered cake with icing on it, but that still doesn't make mean anything. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It should be a giant Rice Krispies. Yeah. Or, or crispy rice. Uh, so the question here that I have is this health remaining or is it damage taken? So if this is the case, then Junk Ditch is winning right now uh, with their Donkey Kong character having 3% and two times Kirby having 90%. Unless, unless it's hit points remaining, percentage remaining, then Kirby is doing work because Kirby's faster. I just don't know. What do you guys think? Is it going up or down? If it's Smash Judging Brothers, the, the num- numbers go up. Except yeah. for in certain levels, if you're playing like That's the true. campaign mode, there's uh, the percentage where you're going down, yeah. Yeah, but the 90% seems a lot uh, more red than the 3%. It's got more of a blue. So typically when the numbers are oh, redder, yeah. it means more damage done. So, And I think the numbers, when we get to our second cam, we'll look, but I think they're swapped. So like this is the Junk Ditch one, and then the other one's the Two Probably. Toms one. Uh, so uh, uh, we established it's the Fountains of Dreams level. We've got a Kirby-esque character who's like a f- marshmallow doing some power moves in the sky, fighting a green... Gr- Hoppy. Ape. Yeah. His King ma- Hop. Got like a hop head. Mm-hmm. A hop fur. A hape. <laughs> 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 so I busted out my Kirby and... Uh, Donkey Kong Amiibos for the picture. Nice. Yeah. The the can is great aesthetics. I love the colors. Uh, it is a little dark for me for the the font. Mm-hmm. The, maybe a little bit of an outline on these the letters might make it a little bit legible on the side where, you know, it says, choose your locker, blah, blah, yeah. blah. Like, it's really tough right. to read. Um, like, the, in collaboration with Junk Ditch, I'm in a dark room, but I can still read that. But the rest of it is a little bit harder to read. I think that could have been boosted up a little bit. That dark pink on top of a dark purple, it just kind of all blends yeah. together in this tiny Yeah, font. it's hard to see. Yeah, but the choose-your-own-logger on the side of the can, it, I don't know if it's the size, but it's still whitish, and that's still pretty yeah. you know legible. Big fan. Uh, still, regardless of the additional text that they have to throw in the can, this definitely is a 10 out of 10 on a can for me. Mm-hmm. I was going to say five out of five because that's how we rate things. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's <not my laughs> we, bad. We, rate, we rate cans on a different scale than uh, the actual liquid that's inside of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, obviously, that's why we give beers a five because <laughs> can was a ten. Uh, well, speaking of the beer. I don't liquid. know. Maybe I could do a uh, with cans. If we want a whole ranking system, maybe I'll just do my own spinoff podcast and just say Keats Cans. And I can just uh, yep. rank all the cans. <laughs> cans and titties. I mean. I have a what? <laughs> can, cans and titties. <laughs> and then you do a can-can dance. Yeah. Or uh, in October, you can do this. save the can-can. <laughs> and, and it'd be like, oh, breast, breast cancer? Like, no, it's just a big initiative <laughs> on recycling. For your logo, you'll have a, a toucan on there. Mm-hmm. A toucan. <laughs> I love it. If this doesn't work out, I'm sad. (laughs) (laughs) Let's take a look at the color of the beer. I think that's where we go next. Yeah, I think so. Very light. Hell in my room. Yeah, it's a pretty light first row-ish. Yeah, 100% first row. I like taking a look at the additional colors, but I don't think we even need to on this one. 
Mm-mm. I'm sure there's a video game character we could use. Yeah, I think so. There's also a Harry Potter character we could use. <laughs> <laughs> Don't go snitching now. Yeah, I need to. I'm going to turn my overhead on. This is getting dark in here. Excuse I know. Me. When we started setting this up, I was like, oh, the sun's out. I can use this win- light from the window. And now we started actually getting to the color portion. And I'm like, nope, it's. I'm going to turn it's on some dark extra lights. Because <laughs> 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 now mine looks kind of like my golden orange, but I th- it didn't look that dark when I was mm-hmm. out in the kitchen. So. Uh, I don't know. You guys are going to probably. When I'm in front of the computer screen, it's light in the first row, but when I do the other two lights, it's orange. So, yeah. I see it's more orange. Um, And there it's like super light. And I go over here. Yeah, yours looks way lighter. Color. Yours looks like a get over here at most. And mine's like a Clyde's ghost. (laughs) I got to start acting like I've done a podcast before. (laughs) (laughs) So, so what do you guys think? Like, what what I miss? I'm still waiting for Keith's uh, analysis. Oh, well, I agreed with you when you said about a four. So, okay, let's go. All with depends on the light. Scorpion. Yep. Unless we want to go to a three combat. and say Captain Falcon's crest and keep it Smash I mean, Bros. Keep it Smash Brothers related. <laughs> yeah, actually, I was. I didn't think it was quite that dark. I thought it was closer to the Captain Falcon or the C-3PO, but I think I'm good with the Captain Falcon. Cool. Sure. Let's smell it. Unless we sniff, want to go sniff. through all the other steps. Since we have two of them, we might better not. Yeah. And this one's old, so who knows if it is accurate if we go through all these steps. <laughs> I don't really want to. <laughs> um, I mean, we can we can hit on a couple things, but this is a lager and it's a pastry lager. So it's a gonna, lot of the things that we're going to have are not going to like work. Yeah. Or... It's very unique. True. I smell marshmallow cereal. Marshmallow. That's what I was definitely going to say. Definitely marshmallow cereal. Um, like Lucky Charms more than Rice Krispies. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Yeah. I do not smell the Rice Krispies. Yeah. I can get a little the the Rice Krispie. I know where they're coming from. Ever since they did like uh, the manufactured packaging of those Rice Krispie treats. I've had a lot of kids bring them in as birthday treats. And they're not very good. But when like yeah. I have homemade Rice Krispie treats, they're amazing. But I'm like, how did the the company that this is known for, it tastes awful. They That's kind like, of the smell I'm getting is like from the prepackaged <laughs> ones. But Yeah. Okay. I can see that then. The manufactured uh, marshmallow <laughs> processed sugar. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to say a little bit weedy too. wanted to, I guess, grainy would be what I was expecting. Yeah. But... I don't know. It's a very overpowering box marshmallow flavor. Yeah. And it's a, would you say it's a faint smell or a strong smell? I say a strong. <laughs> yeah, I think it's pretty strong too. Well, of what we're, we're getting or expecting, it is a pretty strong smell. Yeah, for sure. Uh, it's very like 10%y, so there's not a lot of sugars to it. Can't imagine there's a whole lot of hops to it. Can't really smell anything. Hoply wise. Multi though, definitely Sandman. Yeah. Esters? I don't, I don't know. I can't Definitely. really know. Okay, what does it taste like? We should get to that. <laughs> yeah, that's probably the better case. Yeah. I think it tastes like it smells. Yeah, precisely like it smells. Like eerily, like exactly how it smells. I guess that's a good thing. It, yeah. Uh, mind you, we got this beer, what, last fall? Was it in the fall? When, when was our yeah. check-in for this? 
Let's say when you, it's about as old as those bad dads from a couple of weeks ago. It's when uh, you and I met up at Bad Dad, right? Is that when I dropped this off, or did you guys get your own? Because I I bought uh, this for you, Saf. I thought. Yeah. Because I picked up a bunch of beer and drove it down. Because I oh bought I I bought I bought the one. Yeah, yeah. I bought the one, and you bought the other. Yeah. And you picked them both up for me, or you picked the one up for me. Yeah. Checked it in in April. So it's not that old. God, it didn't age well at all. <laughs> yeah, it does. Uh, the 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 like fake marshmallow and cereal flavor is stronger than yeah. uh, I remember. Yeah, the I can tell the um, the cereal part now a little bit, uh, especially the like the Lucky Charm cereal part. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. The, the the more the, I, the more I drink it, the more my palate gets used to it. I'm enjoying it more. But I think initially the first sip, I was like, "Whoa, this." Tastes like almost stale cereal, but now I'm like getting into it. Yeah, I guess. I mean, it's not as harsh as what I was expecting, uh, but the the alcohol it is four percent, and I can't even tell. No, which I no. guess it's a good thing, right? <laughs> More for me. This is hmm. like something I should have been drinking after I did all my yard work. Yeah, yeah. Although I don't know, this is a little too sweet. I think for yard work. <laughs> yeah, it's like candy. <laughs> yeah, it's almost a dessert beer. A little treat, breakfast beer. Breakfast it's beer. Cereal. <laughs> it's like the. It's almost I'll have this like a and a coffee st- beer. That's how I start my day. <laughs> a pastry stout, but without the stout. Mm-hmm. They do say pastry mm. on yeah. the side, so that's its own category. Okay, so I say untapped is pulled up. There are one hundred and fifteen check-ins, one hundred ratings. The average is 3.65. I got two friends that checked it in, but they're both last named Wolf. (laughs) I have one friend. Well, two friends that checked it in. Uh, Three. Oh, my gosh. The list is growing. I have so many friends on this. Not me, surprisingly. But I said it, I think off air, we were talking. uh, One friend, Sam, he gave it a perfect five. He said, smooth hint of possible fruitiness would get again. What? Fruitiness? I don't know what he's drinking, but I think maybe the marshmallow type thing, you're supposed to, he's getting a bit of a fruity. He thought it had fruity. Maybe he just didn't know what marshmallow is. I don't know. (laughs) Could be. Maybe he was, maybe he checked the wrong thing in because a hoppy has fruit in it. Oh, he could have been on the wrong one. Could be. I don't know. Um, My one friend that's not sad for myself was my wife, and she gave it a four and a half. That's a really good score. She didn't write anything, though. I got a non-friend. Trained her well. Uh, (laughs) His name is Robert N. He said, I really like this one, marshmallow and Rice Krispie, kind of like a Rice Krispie treat in liquid form, 4.75. They nailed it. This Bert F guy, he took a picture let me see this check-in. It's of the seltzers. What are you checking? Get this out of here. And then show the picture of the seltzers, bud. You're not so doing backwards. it right. I don't know. I was looking through the pictures. Now I can't even find his check-in. Mm. I wonder what he said. I'll find it. There it is. Um, Figured I'd join in. Cheers. Okay, cool. Great. He gave it a, he gave it a four, but he took a picture of the ciders. Get out of here, Bert. I hate you. <laughs> well, I don't, Silly I don't. Bert. Yeah, <laughs> Go back and hang out with Ernie some more. Adam on here. 
Adam, Adam B on here says Thursday beer share with Keith. With Keith Ketchup. Thanks, Gigi. Weird marshmallow lager. Not my jam. Emily and Keith thought it was pretty good. Lying son of a bitch. What are you oh, doing hanging out with Adam Keith. B all the time? I don't know. <laughs> but me and Emily thought it was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, John S. took a picture at home, it appears. Yeah, untapped at home. His cup is Bob Ross. Ooh, nice. And uh, he painted happy hops. Instead of happy trees on his uh, glass. And he gave it a three and a half. He said, amazing name and artwork. The idea behind the beer is great. You really get that Rice crispy treat feel and taste. Just not my style. I can understand that. At least he was honest. Yeah. Hey, John looks like the, the type that would be okay with drinking beer. He's a supporter. My man, supporter. Support us once in a while. Yeah, come on now. <laughs> Rob G., He's got a picture of the can with looks like a Lego probe droid from Star Wars. Uh, and he says, sipping it before I read the can, I thought, damn, this tastes like a crispy rice treat. Four out of five. There's no way he actually thought that. If he said the instead of rice crispy treat, nobody says it that <laughs> way. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's a little fake. Or maybe he's one uh, that doesn't like to use uh, uh, brand names, so he doesn't. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like he calls tissues instead of Kleenex and stuff like that. What a nerd! <laughs> <laughs> Everyone calls him Kleenex. Shut up. <laughs> a tissue. Yeah, uh, that was it for all the cool pictures. A lot of them are just like uh, for the do- what the pictures are like. Oh yeah, it's great taste, different, good, mm. tastes great, nice flavor. You know the same old, same old stuff. Great taste, less filling. would you like me to read my check-in so we can move on yes please all right i said the marshmallow sweetness is a delicious addition to this crispy lager and i gave it a four out of five or four and a half i should have said correctly um yeah this was a check-in back when the beer was younger uh i don't know if i'd give it a four and a half right now I still like it. it. It definitely didn't age as well as I hoped. Maybe the other hoppy one will age better because of the hop addition, hopefully. But I do, I mean, they pretty much nailed it with getting the marshmallow treat or crispy marshmallow treat flavor in a beer. So you can't really fault them for that. It's just the the like generic marshmallow flavor or cereal flavor is... Is really coming through at this point. Yeah. Um, I gave it a four. And as per usual, I didn't write anything. So I'm going to have to recall why I gave it a four. I think I probably would give this right here a four now. I think mainly from the idea, the execution, the artwork, and the me recalling the flavor that I, I had and remembering, oh, this is the better of the two. I think I remember thinking that. Uh, I get, I mean, this is definitely aged, and I'm not sure if it didn't age well or if I was crazy the first time I had it, but I feel like it hit everything that it was aiming to do. So it's got to be at least a four. Um, is it exciting? Eh, it's, it's all right. I would drink it again, though. That's for sure. Maybe better on tap. 
Mm-hmm. Not in a can that mm-hmm. was sitting in the refrigerator for three months. True. I gave it a 4.25. I was teetering between 4 and 4.25. I mm. Unfortunately, I did not check this in, but I remember as soon as I bought it, I did open it up and try one. And I remember I was kind of shocked, taken aback at the first taste. like Because it reminded me of those... Uh, Two Tom's uh, cereal beer that he did with the uh, Frankenberry and Booberry mm-hmm. and those other ones where he got the separate can of marshmallows that go with it that you could garnish yeah. the cereal beer with. That's kind of what it reminded me of a little bit. And then the more I drink it, it's like, okay, Rice Krispie Treats. I'm like, oh, this is kind of unique. It's super sweet. Um, I don't know. It, it's, a, it's an interesting flavor. It's nice. It's sweet, but... I don't know. It's just, it's kind of hard to say. So that's why I'm like, sometimes it's a 4.25, sometimes it's a 4. It's like, I really like it, and then I don't like it. I don't know how much of this I would want to drink over and over again, but just to try it, drink it every so often, yeah, definitely reach out for it. I think it has its place being something that's unique, but yeah, it's not like I'm going to grab a four-pack of these and just drink them all. It's like I want one after dinner or something. Yeah, like I take this to a party. (laughs) Yeah, in hopes that other people drink it so you don't have to drink right. before. <laughs> like you to share with the crew. <laughs> yeah. This would have been, uh, as we would say, a strange brew back in our old podcast. Days. Oh, yeah. Once we open things back up, maybe we can bring out a strange brew again. But it's going to be hard to find strange brews because our palates have changed so much. This is true. So it's like. Mm-hmm. It has to be. It's super strange like, brew. <laughs> fucking seltzer. <laughs> uh, let's talk about some of this E3 stuff, because I still have half a beer to drink. Okay, cool. Uh, Xbox had a thing. Good, we're done. <laughs> oh, man, I still have three quarters of a beer. Yeah. Um, <laughs> or one quarter. Yeah, all right. So Xbox Game Pass, uh, people say who... Um, who are kind of big on Xbox pretty much said that the Xbox Game Pass announcement is the thing that stole E3. But after going through a lot of the discussions like with you guys and the reviews, I think Nintendo essentially stole the show. But they didn't announce that there's like 30 games coming out in 2021 and 2022 for the Xbox. Uh, And 27 of those 30 games are going to be on the Game Pass. So if you're already... Paying uh, $10 a month, I believe, or the new price is going to be $10 a month. I didn't really notice it. I Mine's month. I paid for like three years of gold membership before they converted. And so it converted for me. So I'm not even paying for it right now. I've already nice. you know paid. So I'm good for a minute. But I think there is a new price. Instead of $15 a month, I think it's $10 a month. I was going to ask, for the game pass. so if you, you're a Game Pass subscriber, you just get these games for free? Yep. Yeah. It's like the Nintendo online streaming service, games, but these are new games. Yep. And when I cancel my subscription, they stay on my hard drive, but I can no longer play them. Yeah. Uh, but your like, save state stays, so you don't have to yeah. start over. Until you pay for it. Yeah. Every, yep. All my, everything that I, you know, all my, everything, my data and everything is like locked to my hard drive. I just can't open it back up because it's like, ah, you don't own this. You need to buy it. Or I'm still like that. skeptical, skeptical about digital copies of games. Like, because these companies can just go away and all these games are gone. I 
prefer having the physical copy that I could play. Yeah, like, same. I I own that and I could play it anytime I want as long as I still have that system. I'm scared about digital copies. Mm-hmm. Right, Grandpa, but mm-hmm. I totally get it because <laughs> um, I also like to look at them on my shelf and be like, I own those. Same. Yeah. The the one of the main things that I have against digital copies versus hard copies is used games versus not used games. Mm-hmm. I can't go to a store and buy a certified pre-owned game for cheaper than retail. But if I want to go on the store to buy a 10-year-old game, I still have to pay full retail price for it. Mm-hmm. Yep. So... Uh, like if I was gonna buy Breath of the Wild on the Nintendo store, that's still sixty dollars. Yes. But I can go and get a fresh, brand new copy at Target for forty, mm-hmm. or I can go to uh, GameStop and buy Breath of the Wild for the uh, Wii U for ten dollars. <laughs> right. So, yeah, I, I have. Uh, or you can get for only... Switch for thirty nine dollars used mm-hmm. instead of yeah. forty. <laughs> yeah, save a dollar. They usually discounted about a dollar. And so there's there's the, the limitations for digital games and pre-owned games. And I think I think the I use Game Pass is more of like a do I enjoy this game before I buy it type of thing. I it's already on the Game Pass. I'm already paying for it for whatever reason. So I'm going to dick around with it. And if I do enjoy it, then I'll go and buy the game, or I'll go on the 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 store and buy the game. But anyways, it's ten dollars a month. I think that's the new new thing. A couple of things uh, I wrote down. A few of the games that are being released. I'm not exactly like, yeah, I'm gonna jump out and play these. But uh, there's one that I thought would be very interesting. I put that on this list for first. It's called Starfield. It's a NASA punk space RPG. That sounds uh, cool. So it's yeah, it's kind of like a cyberpunk, but for NASA NASA punk, I guess. And maybe it'll actually be good. Yeah, maybe maybe yeah. <laughs> Um, speaking of cyberpunk, there is a 2d platformer that is modeled after cyberpunk, but based in the eighties called replaced. Um, that sounds fun too. Yeah, it might, it might be, I don't know. I think cyberpunk like failed with whatever cyberpunk games that Mm -hmm. they were trying to do. Like, I don't know, cyberpunk 2049 or whatever it was. I think it failed because they they released it broken and then they had to patch it a month (laughs) later. And so people own this game that they couldn't play. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, one other thing that a lot of people are excited about, uh, Halo Infinite or Infinity. I think it's Infinite. Yeah, it's a Halo game. It's the, the latest Halo game. Uh, it hasn't, you know, we haven't had a Halo game in forever. Uh, this one's coming out specifically for the new Series X. Uh, there's Redfall, which is a co-op vampire slaying game. That might be fun for like a couple minutes, you know, like mm-hmm. one of those games where you just play up and like dick around with and you're done. So I'm happy that that'll be on the game pass. Cause that's not something that I'm going to have to commit a whole lot of time to because I bought the game. And so then I have to commit my time to it. If they add like Buffy as a playable character, that'd be cool. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I would, I would want to play that. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Forza five coming out. Okay, cool. Uh, Battlefield 2042. There's another Battlefield. Good job. Uh, Stalker 2, Heart of Chernobyl, which is a post-apocalyptic shooter. But technically, Chernobyl's not that bad right now. But whatever. Sure. Heart of Chernobyl. Um, But then they have like this... um, Like Xbox released like this uh, exclusive like schedule for this year. 
Uh, and so in June, uh, we had a couple games come out. Uh, the Yuzuka Like a Dragon, no idea what it is, but it hmm. came out early. Uh, the Dungeons and Dragons Dark Alliance came out hmm. the June 22nd. I did download that one. I was pretty excited about that. Uh, then we have games like Ascendant or Hades. Hades was really popular on, I on Twitch. That's coming out in August, day after my birthday, so checking that one out. 12 Minutes, no idea what it is. Um, Aragami, 2, Sable, um, Scorn, Back for Blood, Shredders, all coming out this year. Among Us, hey, look at that. You can buy it <laughs> instead of playing it for free on your phone. Yeah. <laughs> you can, I mean, it on, on it's on Switch. You could pay like 15 bucks to buy it, or you could just play it on your phone for free. Yeah, or on your exactly. PC for free as well. <laughs> Uh, Hello Neighbors 2 is coming out with a uh, a new game. Uh, then Flight Simulator, cool, whatever. Um, Age of Empires, that might be nice. So there's there's games if you're really big on the Xbox, there are things coming out. Uh, but there's a lot of a lot of games that people didn't ex- anticipate being able to come through for like cloud gaming, like the Flight Simulator. Whatever they have cloud gaming set up for, there's it's in there, and that's pretty much all that I have on the Xbox. It wasn't that exciting, uh, but a lot of titles are coming to the Game Pass. It seems like cool. they hit a lot of genres now. It used to just be, oh, there's another first-person shooter on the Xbox, mm-hmm. yeah. or another racing game. Yeah, <laughs> Forza Twenty Seven is out. <laughs> <laughs> You can drive yeah, no, in realistic fancy cars that don't take damage because the sponsors of the car manufacturers don't want to show their cars damaged. Yeah. So I am pretty excited about a couple of these things. Uh, I do own uh, the Xbox Series X, so I will be checking out Starfield. Uh, I will be checking out Halo Infinite. And then a couple of these coming to Game Pass soon titles I didn't mention uh, the Outer Worlds number two is coming out. Outer Worlds one was all right, but it was more like mm-hmm. Fallout or anything. And then this one, uh, Ayuden Chronicle. I might check that out. It has a cool name. Do I know what it is? Absolutely not. But anything with Chronicle sounds cool. Yeah, it sounds pretty good. And I did think I see saw something about Elder Scrolls as well coming out with the latest expansion coming to Game Pass soon. But who has time for MMOs these days? <laughs> <laughs> not when you're playing Breath of the Wild. I know, right? I, I was like, do I play WoW right now? No, I got I got a Ganon to kill. <laughs> you still got the DLC to get. I do, yeah. That's my next thing I'm going to do. I don't know if I want to buy it, though. Like, too much. I might have to go buy, like, the little card from Target and be like, yeah, download this. Mm-hmm. Uh, one other game oh. is Elden Ring, a new co- collaboration between the creators of Dark Souls and James or whatever, R.R. Martin, or whatever his name is from Game of Thrones. Um, it looks like a action adventure looking game. I don't. I never played Dark Souls. I never watched Game of Thrones. I just put this on here for Pale, and he's not here. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I might, uh, I might be checking that out. The, the trailer I saw looked pretty cool, but it's not on Switch, so I will never play it. And then le- next on the list, we have all this Nintendo stuff, but we will get to that after the Hoppy Logger. I just wanted to remind you that you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Drink In Geek Out. 
You can also check out our show notes and other fun stuff on our website, drinkingeekout.com. You can also email us any comments or suggestions at drinkingeekout at gmail.com. If you like what you hear, please take a second to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcast, the Google Play Store, or wherever you get your podcasts. We also have a Patreon where you can get some fun bonus content. Find us there at patreon.com backslash drinkingeekout. And now, back to the show. All right, our next beer that we have is the Choose Your Lager Hoppy, also from the Two Tom and Junk Ditch collab. This one is from Junk Ditch, I believe. And this one comes in at 4.7% ABV and 20 IBUs, which is, on our geek scale, a high score. A score is a group of 20. So like four score in 20 years ago? That's 80 years or oh. <laughs> whatever <laughs> Gotcha. That's the nerdiest fucking thing I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not high score. It's like high score. Hi, I see you. High score. Oh, that. See? Okay. <laughs> I'm thinking video games. High score. Mm-hmm. Hello, score. Um, a well-balanced blend of Centennial, Mosaic, and Eldorado hops leave you with wonderful impressions of tangerine, bubblegum, and strawberry, as well as an assortment of other berry flavors. Um, so the can, it says something slightly different than what you said. Um, it has a lot of the same information, but it says this delicious beverage you are about to smash is an India pale lager brewed with our good friends at two Tom's brewing company, a well-balanced blend of all that stuff you said. Um, no matter how you choose, you win. No matter how you choose, you win. Brewed in the spirit of collaboration. It's still hard to read on this one, too. Uh, so this can is also gorgeous, just like the first one. Yeah, um, I can't remember the name of this level. Uh, it's Donkey Kong's Jungle or something. It's from Melee. It's uh, jun- yeah. Jungle Japes. Jungle Japes. Yeah. Uh, we, got, uh, we got the same characters as the previous can, but now the DK-esque character is throwing a barrel over at the Kirby-esque guy. And for the percentages in their life bar, Junk Ditch is at 98% and Tom's is at 5%. And they're both blue, so it's we can't go off the theory that one was yeah, red, you're right. so that it's higher. blew away my theory. <laughs> yeah, so I was wondering, um, I think that it might be based on who helped, like the percentage of help as like yeah. a... I, I don't know. I'm sure that they had equal parts in this collaboration, but so uh, Untapped lists them both as two Tom's beers with collaboration from Junk Ditch, mm. but one you bought from Junk Ditch and mm. one you bought from Two Tom's. So it, I, I, I don't know which one is which to be honest with you, but I did list one as Two Tom's and one as Junk Ditch in our scoring sheet, but they may be backwards. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. But this one for sure is Junk Ditch because this is the one I had to pick up from there. Oh, what what was neat, that was just for the cans. Um, they do both have, at both locations, they have both different versions on tap. So you could just go to one and still end up with both. But if you wanted the special cans, then you had to go to the other brewery to pick it up. If you want to collect the set or whatever. I think it's kind of yes. cool they did that. It, Gotta it brings catch in, them all. Uh, <laughs> it brings in the, like... <laughs> the crowd 
to new place if you hadn't already been there, if you want to get the other one. Yeah. So you know what I think? I think that this check-in didn't exist right away. That's why I don't think that me and you checked it in. Yeah, maybe. It is weird. I feel like I tried them both at the same time, and I checked one in, and I didn't do the other. Yeah, I I feel like that was the reason. Like there, this wasn't this didn't exist yet. There are a lot less ratings on this one than the previous. We'll get to that though. Yeah. Let's look at the beverage. Oh, I guess yeah, we covered the can as much as we could. Yeah, I mean, other than it's also a ten out of ten. Like there's nothing else. Oh that yeah, really... mm-hmm. the ten out of ten. And the font is still hard to read because they put it an orange over like a darker orange. <laughs> yeah. So be sure to check out uh, an episode from Keith's Cans to get a full breakdown <laughs> of this can later. <laughs> Follow us on Patreon if you want that. Yeah. Oh, jeez. And uh, it's an OnlyFans page. <laughs> <laughs> so you have the, the the beer can next to your foot. Double feature. <laughs> they changed the name of OnlyFans to Only Cans for this. <laughs> you should literally... That's the tagline. <laughs> I was trying to get as many can puns in this episode yeah. as I can. As I can. Oh! Uh. <laughs> okay, this one seems lighter in color to me. Yeah, just a little bit, though. Yeah. Um, but like a Kirk's t-shirt type of thing. Oh, yeah. I went to the wrong sheet. Probably... Don't put the marshmallow in. It's not as dark, cloudy. Yeah. what? Just one step down to a number two in Kirk's uniform. Kirk's yeah. shirt. Maybe Jean. I think my Jean might be a better option. That number two. But it's definitely not Pichu or Data. But yeah. It's definitely it, a Kirk or a Jean. Let's do the old nose test. The Snifferoonies. I'm not really getting much on this head or anything when I smell it Mm-mm. for off the top of the can. Maybe a little bit off the can, a little bit more spicy off the can. Yeah, compared to the last one, there's a hint definitely of like a more freeness. Faint or, yeah. Just a hint. I'm getting a little like a like a hop, a little like green smell. Yeah, but the can is a little bit better Like with that, though. If you smell the can, you get a little bit more spicier hop flavor on the nose. Yeah. All the stuff that was <laughs> settled to the bottom <laughs> of the can, maybe it's stronger. Yeah. So what? Best of both worlds. Just do like a sniff of exactly. both. <laughs> one nostril in each. One and one. Take a That's straw from each nose. That's not bad. <laughs> it it does smell good. From what I can smell, I like this the aroma. Yeah, I did fill her up. I can't quite waft it right now, so I don't. Yeah, I, I can't really. Part. Yeah, I can't really give my best. I guess we'll just t- taste it and go based on that. Yeah, definitely faint. If we were to skip through our <laughs> uh, evaluations, it is definitely a banner size smell uh, with tropically DK mm-hmm. country. What yeah. up? <laughs> it's a banner pre gamma rays. Yeah. Hmm. Mm. So this one has marshmallow Light. in it too, but also has fruit and hops. Mm-hmm. Does it have marshmallow? And think I it don't does. Know. I was just going based off of the little marshmallow on the ga- the character. No, no, that was the other one. There's no marshmallow here. Uh, the flavor on the tongue is basically how I smelled it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think. 
consistent. There's definitely like sweet a, a sweetness to it. This is yeah. This one, uh, the alcohol is a little bit more, uh, a little bit there, but I think that may just be the hop flavor more so than the yeah. alcohol flavor. It's definitely more hoppy than the other one, which it's not as tropical as I was expecting. It's for sure fruit ninja on mm-hmm. the tongue, maybe a little like potion shop. It is kind of herbally. Yeah. Definitely get the fruity berries. Yeah, I can pick that up. Yeah. The strawberry. It's faint, but it's Maybe there. Bubble gum. That I not so much. Of the bubble gum is what the sweetness. The sweetness, the sweet flavor I'm getting, maybe I can ex- describe that as bubble gum, but I don't know. I don't think we have a bubble gum in our list, do we? Bazooka Joe, is he? A- <laughs> yeah. He is now. Probably should for all those Belgians. <laughs> Banana, bubble gum. Yeah. Yeah. Tangerine, I don't, I don't know, maybe a hint. Yeah, maybe that comes I can through, get it. It's like a citra type hop, or the mosaic, mosaic hop gives you that kind of citrusy flavor. Yeah, now that you say that, I kind of like want banana in this. Yeah, strawberry, banana, tangerine. <laughs> Delicious. <laughs> However, it, that's not the case. That's not in this one. And oh. it does have the typical lager flavor, too. It does, yeah. It's got that like crispy, like flat mm-hmm. surface mm-hmm. at the end. Yeah, I guess fall off is what we're really thinking of. Pretty good mash up. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys got untapped up. Yes, I do. It has fifty-two total check-ins, and this is why I said earlier that I think that it just didn't exist because the other one had. Quite twice as many few, yeah. yeah quite a few more and they were released at the same time so i think somebody dropped the ball and didn't throw this up there until much later and i think that's what we fell victim to we can't find it why can't we find it oh because it didn't exist yet so this also had 48 ratings so four people who checked it in didn't rate it and this has a 3.83 overall average i have zero friends who checked this in same Except for my, I know that my wife did try it, um, hoppy, so wasn't a fan. And she didn't check it in either, so that seems to be the trend. You try it, but you don't check it in. Yeah, she, yeah, no, she definitely would have tried it or checked it in, right? So, uh, another reason why it might not have as many as the other one, because this one was the junk ditch beer and the other one was two toms. And there's a two toms has a bigger following than junk ditch. Yeah. So a lot of people wanted, they make a destination trip just to Two Toms to pick up beer there. So if you couldn't get this via can there, like I had to drive all the way out to Junk Ditch, and I usually don't go out there very often just to get this beer. I think a lot of people more on the Two Toms route. So that one, and I was just scrolling through some of the check-ins here uh, that we'll discuss in a moment, but a lot of it is either untapped at home, people who made the journey to get the can, and then people who are drinking it at two Toms on draft. So it goes to show that Tom's got a bigger following than uh, Junk Ditch. I think uh, Junk Ditch also has a different audience that aren't. They do. Craft That's a dinner crowd there. Like, I wouldn't expect them to be on untapped. True. Yeah. As if much it's as not two something, Toms. Yes. If it's not something that you advertise at location, who knows if you're going to yeah. jump on it. Like, if it weren't for you guys, I wouldn't have been on Untapped. But maybe if I went to a place and I saw that they had the television and they had, like, a ticker at the bottom mm-hmm. said, oh, what is what are those check-ins? Like, 
what, what's that? Two Toms has that. Bad Dad has that. Other places have that. Junk Ditch doesn't have that. They have Netflix running magical mystery rides or whatever <laughs> on their side television. Yeah. Uh, and not to discount Junk Ditch, I do enjoy their beers. It's just their facility is made for food yeah, and they have limited – For sure. It's, it's a destination. It's a dinner joint. You'll have one glass wine or something with dinner there or grab a beer. But it's you know not like, hey, let's go drinking. Let's get out to Junk Ditch because – you got to go in the non-dinner mm. hours because everybody's there eating. They're mostly known for their food. So it's a, a gastro pub. Is that what they're considered? Yeah. Um, so the first check-in I saw with an actual comment is this one from Matt S. He's got a little kitty cat in his picture. It says, choose whatever positive adjective you'd like, but this is fantastic. The beer is crisp and clean with a hoppy undertone perfect for relaxing on a beautiful spring day big thanks goes out to todd the brewer for giving me this amazing treat i choose you and he gave it a five yeah a lot of these beer photos have a a good mixture of junk ditch and two tom's Mm -hmm. check-ins a couple of pictures have the famous wood plank Mm -hmm. too uh the main picture right here that i see from brent he checked it in at Junk Ditch, and it looks like they were at like a, almost had like an outdoor festival because there's a band right yeah. here. They played it on the field across from O's or behind. It looks like behind and that parking lot, whatever that right over there. Um, so it looks like they had like a nice little get together, and they they do a there. food truck Wednesday. That's probably what that is. Maybe they always have that like one day a week or food truck Tuesday, something out there. The date checks out, so I mean maybe. Uh, it, it makes me like seeing things like that makes me miss, uh, festivals. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I need that. <laughs> but yeah, there's like, because of the lack of check-ins or not lack of check-ins, the uh, 50 check-ins, there's not a whole lot of pictures. There's, uh, 18 pictures <laughs> and they're all basically the same. Nothing exciting about these pictures at all and hardly any check-ins with words. So just the way I like it. Uh, I got one from Ross B. This is so well done. I appreciate how the hops balance and complement each other, as well as how clearly the flavors come through. Beautiful. Another one I could drink all afternoon. 4.25. I think that this one has a little bit more drinkability. Yes. Um, for like a, a lager or, uh, or an IPL, I guess, for mowing mm, yeah. the yard. This one more so than the, the Rice Krispie one. It's not candy or whatever like the last one yeah todd m basically shares the sentiment you give it a four and he said i'd have to be careful not to hammer a bunch of these great tastes not overbearing and it's literally how i feel about it it's it's the it's got that hopness to it but it's also not like oh i just drank an entire like 16 ounces of this it's really really easy to get lost in the quantity or the amount, the volume that you've consumed of this without really noticing. Because it is light, and it is a great flavor. This one is 100% way better aged than the, the Rice Krispie ones. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess this last check-in I'll read while you guys decide on your scores is from Todd M. I'd have to be careful not to hammer a bunch of these. Great taste, not overbearing. Four out of five. I... I'm going to have to give a lot of explanation, but I also gave this one a 4.25 because 
It's good. It's light. It's not like a heavy IPA. There's just enough hops in it that it's not going to, you know, punch me in the mouth. I'm not drinking a West Coast. I'm not drinking, you know, a super dry hopped something or other. There's just the right amount of hops and it's fruity enough um, up front. Definitely more uh, fruit notes up front and then just enough hops on the back end. But it just it goes down so smooth because, you know, it's it's a hoppy lager. So it's not going to drink like an IPA. It's going to drink more like a lager. But yeah, very easy to drink a lot of this. Like you said, the the drinkability of it, you can definitely drink a lot more of this. I think I put in my description like a session IPA is kind of what it reminds me of. So yeah. um, it's good, but I think we're going to have to come down to which one do we like better because they are fighting. So we're going to have to come to a decision, but I'll let you guys give your ranking. Okay, um, I'll go ahead. Uh, I gave it a four two five, and in my description, I said I choose this one. <laughs> so. <laughs> so I guess that's easy for me. Um, I don't know if there was that much of a disparity uh, when I drank these pretty much fresh. I think that they had um, awesome flavors right off the gate when I I did them back to back. The, the issue that I have right now is I couldn't check this in back then, so I don't know what I would have given it. But this one is way better, in my opinion, than the four that I gave the other one. And I said I would have still rated that a four. So I, this one, I think, is clearly the better one. Plus, I like hoppier flavors more so than, uh, you know, not hoppy flavors when it comes to, like, just basic yeah. beer. I don't know. But this one definitely, like I said, I can mow the yard and then, like, just drink this while I'm doing it. This Bathe one for this. sure. So um, I guess going off of what Keith's suggestion is, uh, I also liked this one more. So I had to go up a, up a click from my last one. And that put it at a 4.75 since I had a 4.5 on the last Dang. one. Wowzers. I almost gave it a 5 just because I think it is – for what it's aiming for, it does perfectly. Yeah. But because I might like it more this way or that way, it doesn't get the five for me, but it's almost there. Uh, for my comment, I said a great smash up of IPA and lager with yummy notes of hops and a clean lager finish. And I mean, there you go. Perfect. For our averages, this one wins. It's a 4.25 versus a 4.42. Right. Yep. I, I wonder what Pale I wonder what Pale would have given it though. A prop three. A five point two five. You gotta go one star cap for the, the <laughs> labels, so <laughs> for the for the can. <laughs> um I I really hated this beer, but the it's, artwork was amazing. It was so it is true. He does he does tend to hate the things we like, so <laughs> and he likes the things we hate. I know that's why I thought maybe he would give it a bad score. Three point two five probably. Well, for the record, I gave both of them a 4.25. Like I said, the first one, like the crispy, I could go a 4 or 4.25. Kind of depends what I want to drink. So definitely I'd agree with you guys yeah. and say that um, Hoppy for sure is going to be the winner. And and the two of us prefer hops more than you do. So I could see how we would have a yeah. higher score. It makes sense. It didn't always be like this. Yeah, It didn't always be like this. <laughs> <laughs> 
sorry. It wasn't always like this. No, I. If okay, so if if there was hoppy versus a stout, you fucking better believe. Yeah, that would be a better. good uh, third competitor if fucking trouble or Count- somebody else. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Brought in like Count Chocula. <laughs> Even if it was trouble, I'd still probably prefer it. That would be a tough decision. Maybe instead, I, I guess I should have said like Summit City for stouts because they do <laughs> yes. great stouts. Yeah. Better stouts. The trouble was the first one that came to my mind. <laughs> I'd still uh, drink it. I'd weigh like the options. Do I want to drink this or not? <laughs> All right. Um, back into the E3 territory. The Guardian of the Galaxy game was displayed, and I was like, oh, this looks cool, but it's not on Switch, so, man, I'm never going to get to play it. And then it's PlayStation and PC only, right? And X, maybe X, I'm not sure, but then the next day, Nintendo had it in their little treehouse package during Mm -hmm. their thing. They were saving it. So they could do their own thing with it. So it is going to be on Switch. So I might get it just because I love that. That's probably my favorite Marvel series. I don't know. It's all one series, but my favorite are offshoot of Marvel. I like those movies the best. Yeah, and I do. I do enjoy them a lot. Yeah. So I'm probably will play that eventually. It's the same creators of the Avengers game that came out like last year which had some negative reviews, but I guess they patched that game up and it's actually pretty fun too. So I don't know. Yeah. I saw a lot of positives for that. And speaking of that game, when they had a character in that, that character did so well in that game that they cast her as Miss Marvel in the Disney series, Disney series. So I'm already sold. You said it's the same people. I'm already sold. Yeah. Um, I think in that game you could play as any Avenger. In this one, I think you're stuck as Star Lord. But I'm guessing they'll release like content later where you can be oh, sure. and yeah. stuff. I, I, at least that's what I'm hoping. Uh, then I, I don't even think I want to be like Groot for the entire thing. But give like, me so you can swap in between. Me, yeah, give me side content. Yeah. Like give me like there's a little adventure that Rocket and Groot goes on, and you play as them, or you know things like that. Then uh, the other thing that was talked about, I think Ubisoft had a panel and they displayed the Mario and Rabbids sequel, Mario plus Rabbids, I guess it's called Sparks of Hope. And there was a fun trailer where they're like now in Mario Galaxy land and there's a Rosalina Rabbid now. Uh, I really liked that first one. I was surprised at how much I liked the first one. And it looks like the sequel takes it to the next level and... (laughs) <laughs> yeah it's weird it's not a game i would expect to like because it's like strategy and stuff but i guess you put mario's face in it then uh, i'll enjoy it mm-hmm. oh yeah it was fun and this one it's a good it, game like the one aspect in mario and rabbits is you're like locked in you can only move like four spaces this way or three spaces that way or whatever sometimes mm-hmm. this is free roaming from the gameplay I saw, so you could go anywhere now. So I don't know how that'll work. Yeah. Uh, the then getting into the actual Nintendo Treehouse event, I guess I think that's what they call it. They started with the announcement of the Smash Bros. 
and Tekken crossover. Now the new fighter is Kazuya. I think that's how you say it, but I've never played Tekken. Kazuya. I think that is right. And I th- I believe this had such a great like response because it wasn't a fucking sword character. It wasn't somebody from <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like a Fire Japanese emblem. RPG. Xenoblade. Yeah, Xenoblade or... Uh, Final Fantasy. Mm-hmm. Oh, sh- Final Fantasy is okay. Just leave me alone with that. Uh, no, it's uh, <laughs> Fire Emblem is the, the big there's one. Like there's like nine so many char- Fire Emblem characters in there. <laughs> yeah. Which is fine because there's a lot of mm-hmm. Mario ones, but, you know. But it's Smash Brothers. You would expect those brothers no, to be Luigi. in there. <laughs> yeah, any guess on who the last one's going to be? There's, there's only one character left. It's got to be Waluigi. Like, come on. I think just to do fan service, I could see them doing it, but I don't think so. It'll be somebody else completely out of the blue, and we're all like, we waited around for this. I've been disappointed with the season two pass. So. I, what, about, uh, what about King Roam? I have him. Who? King Roam. Oh, he was pretty cool. Uh, the king from Hyrule, the old man with the paraglider. <laughs> oh, put That's him his in name, there. R H O A M, King Roam. Rome. Yeah, you're right. Rome, Rome, Rome. Um, I think it's gonna be Crash Bandicoot. Oh, that would be interesting because they just like brought him back and re-released yeah. all of his games and everything's available on Switch. Oh, is it on Switch? I always thought it was PlayStation exclusive. It, I think it's on it used to be and now the new they like did the trilogy and it's available on switch so it's like i feel like that's got to be it but maybe it's tom nook (laughs) yeah throw another animal crossing character in there (laughs) another one for me to be pissed off at and be like no thanks (laughs) whenever i get loose uh not lucina whatever the fucker name is the uh, isabel stupid dog i'm like god damn it (laughs) isabel yeah why is she separate from the other animal crossing character She's the uh, the island manager. You have to talk to her about getting your uh, island evaluated. And she's like the person that you have to talk to. But Tom Nook is the one that handles all the finances. Yeah. So he's also he's your raccoon like, landlord, essentially. Money man. <laughs> so I could see Tom Nook being a character. I would hate it. I think I would really like Waluigi. That would be. I think I would buy. Yeah, if to yeah, get it. if it's him, yeah. My other guess was Rayman. Rayman would be nice. Yeah, I feel like th- I would say at this point, I would say that that's too much of a crossover for like Crash or Rayman. But you also have like Cloud and all these other things. Yeah, uh, you got Sonic so- and you got um, yeah. Metal Gear, and I mean they're yeah. they're pulling everybody out. Street Fighter characters. Yeah. So it could it could literally be anybody. It could be Master Chief. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I I would. I, I did hear that. I have. Yeah, I've heard that too. But honestly, Nintendo. I'm saying it right now. If it's Waluigi, I'm buying all of your character <laughs> expansions. I'm doing it. I'm buying them. If it's Waluigi, if I get to play as Waluigi, hundred percent. The only one I want so far is Banjo Kazooie. That's the only one I am interested in out of all of the ones they've added yeah i was definitely interested in sephiroth so i'm Makes a fan sense. of final fantasy he's good so, you know all right uh we got to get back <laughs> on track here i i know we had the smash brothers theme to beers oh, so i wanted to go on a smash bros tangent but let's get back to e3 uh the other thing they it's like the 20th anniversary of super monkey ball and so they're doing a anniversary collection called banana mania i think this was 
released uh, like a like they re-released these games like last year or something on all the other systems. Now it's coming to Switch with some bonus content. Uh, it brings together all the ta- stages from the two GameCube games. Um, there's adding a character pack so you can unlock all the classic versions of the monkeys. I won't list them because it's not like any of those names mean anything. <laughs> Did you guys ever play Monkey Ball games? Because yeah, I I played the first one and it was really fun. Yeah, we've played a couple of them. I had one for the Wii, uh, and then had I believe on the Sega. So I, I remember Doctor and I I remember Baby and yeah. Keith, you I saw your head nod, so you played it too. No, uh, there's a s- no. I was doing this way. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> Probably a lag, I'm oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, I've never played any of these. I remember seeing them, thinking, and be like, okay, there's a monkey and a ball, and that's pretty much it, and I never bothered to try them out. It's kind it's of just fun. a you like, It's a mini game. Yeah. Mini game. That's all. Mini yeah. game game. Yeah. And it, it's always fun. It's it's my form of entertainment that I enjoy more so than like a fucking Fortnite or whatever. Yeah, right? just play a one of these levels that takes one minute or something to finish this level. Yeah. And if there are, it's like 3000 levels that you can get through. It's pretty fun. Yeah. It's the same concept as like Mario party yeah. without the board. Yeah. Or whatever. There is a Sega legends pack. I thought this there. was interesting. So you can play as a game gear, a dreamcast or a Saturn. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> those, those are the systems. How do you, what? <laughs> I guess they're inside the ball. I don't know. I think it's the <laughs> characters f- that were in that game. I don't know. But, but don't, this is literally what it said. I copied and pasted it because I was like, what is it? You can play as a Game Gear? <laughs> I would pick Dreamcast 100%. <laughs> to go. Uh, customization pack <laughs> so you can change their clothing. And I like that. The, this is the part that I found most interesting. Uh, the classic soundtrack. So you can unlock the to switch to the classic super monkey ball tracks as a drinking oh, nice. geek ost cool. expert <laughs> yeah. or uh founder <laughs> co-founder um i prefer, i like uh music uh, next up we got the uh, mario party superstars which comes out october 29th this is basically a repack of the three n64 games the first mario party one two and three it brings over a hundred mini games from those games and uh, five of the game boards and makes some upgrades the graphics, puts them in HD, and adds online play and new characters like Rosalina and stuff that didn't even exist back when the N64 was a thing. I guarantee I'm buying that on release day. I got the last one for Switch. It's pretty fun, but th- those games you need a uh, a party. <laughs> Yeah, I mean it's good yeah. when I just play with my wife. Yeah, she enjoy she enjoys it. So I don't. Sarah won't play with me. <laughs> <laughs> then they just like said Metroid Prime Four is still in the works. Like, remember we announced this in 2017. <laughs> We're still working on it. Mm-hmm. That was basically all. This we better had be there. the greatest then, game ever if they're going to take this long. Oh man. Well, and uh, yeah, I say that, but also there was a year and a half of COVID, so I, I give them a break. But yeah, yeah, I think they're they're working to make it. I mean, there's a lot of hype and a lot of those first three prime games were so popular they got to live up to it. 
I just have a feeling that they're like, oh, Breath of the Wild just crushed it. Holy fuck. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Let's yeah, devote all our resources there. Hope, what I'm hoping is they just take Samus and put her in a Breath of the Wild type planet and you can just free roam and do whatever. And Or more so planet hopping, you know? Yeah. Uh, then this was cool. Metroid 5 was announced, a.k.a. Metroid Dread. They're finally returning to 2D Metroid after 19 years, almost two decades without a 2D, 2D Metroid game, except for they really released like the first two Metroid games on the Nintendo DS. But it's n- nice to get back to this. This game looks really cool. It comes out in October. And then I read or I watched a little bit more about this game that they did like some playthrough after the this little hour-long thing went through. And... um. They first had this idea 15 years ago, but they had to abandon it because the technology wasn't there yet. So they they just literally couldn't make this game when they wanted to. When they had the idea, they had to wait until technology <sighs> caught up. So Nintendo, <laughs> they're so ambitious. They have to like create new technology to play their games. And this one I put on here for Keith, so I'll let you take it because I don't know anything about it. Yeah. I was excited to kind of see this, that uh, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot, uh, a new Power Awakens set coming out on 924, <laughs> my birthday, coincidentally. <laughs> exactly. Um, <laughs> so it's already out right now for Xbox uh, One and the PS4. I don't think it's on next gen, but um, it came out on those systems and it's out right now. So it's kind of like this RPG um, action experience that you get. So instead of like... Right now, I have Fighter Z on the Switch, and it's kind of like uh, Street Fighter. You just got two characters who beat the shit out of each other. Um, this one, you actually get to fly around as Goku, who's also called Kakara, and he gets to fly around an open-type world, and you get to experience it at your own speed. So I don't know. I've heard mixed reviews on it, but if it comes to Switch, I'll probably pick it up. Which it is. <laughs> it is on uh, your birthday. On my birthday. Then they did some Mario Rush or uh, Mario Golf Super Rush stuff. That game has already come out at this point, and I have not played it. I, I lo- liked the old Nintendo 64 version of this game, but it, it's more of a party game. I don't know how much fun I'd have playing golf by myself. I don't even have fun playing golf in real life. By yeah. Myself. They add Mario stuff to it with power ups, and like you fight to the next hole and stuff like that to make it more exciting. Uh, so, spoiler alert, this is my thing I'm looking forward to the most. New WarioWare. <laughs> Finally, I've been saying since the Switch released, where's WarioWare? And now, in September, September 10th, WarioWare Get It Together is coming out. And I watched some gameplay, and it it's... They, they switched up a little bit. Now you are a character, so you, like... and Before, you would just quickly try to do what it said turn your controller upside down or whatever it in the in the three second game that they they're throwing at you now you are a character on the screen so you have to like move around a little bit you get like five you still only get like five seconds but it's like you move this character here or you like shoot this over there and whatever all the characters have different abilities and um i can't wait i'm definitely gonna buy this game then they announced some hyrule warriors dlc the wave one has already come out came out june 18th there's uh if you purchase the 
wave one and two, like the whole set, you get a gear co- or pro- ancient gear costume and sword for Link. In the wave one, you can now play as a guardian. So as Keith said at the beginning, you could switch between characters. Now you can play as one of the guardians. <laughs> Those big things with all the legs that are impossible to kill almost. Yeah. Uh, there's new new weapons. There's a flail for Link. And uh, Zelda gets the master cycle, which is pretty cool. They added a op- apocalyptic difficulty level. New challenges in the Royal Ancient Lab. New enemies. Um... A giant choo-choo, which is from the game I just beat, the Minish Cap. There is a giant choo-choo is like the first boss you fight in that game. Wave 2, There's a. it's called Guardian of Remembrance. It comes out in November, and they're, they don't really have this nailed down yet. But new character vignettes, new stages, expanded roster, new battle skills, all that type of stuff. And then the Zelda Game & Watch, I think... It sounded like, Dustin, you were excited about this? Or I remember you saying yeah. something about this? I do, like, yeah, because we had the um, the conversation about the odd games, mm-hmm. the weird Zelda games, and yeah. we brought up the, the Game & Watch for this. They're bringing that back, and uh, I, went to per- I went to purchase one, but clearly I heard about it after the fact. I wasn't <laughs> watching E3 Live, but it was the same day, but it was already sold out. And, like, I've read something, I think it was on, like, Forbes or whatever. I think Paul Tassi wrote something about how it was sold out like minutes after wow. they announced it. Uh, but yeah, this is the, the Game & Watch. Where initially, the Game & Watch Zelda game was modeled after just like a, a dungeon that you would do. But apparently, this Game & Watch release actually has a lot to do with the original games. So you're you're playing Legends of Zelda, the original game. You're playing The Adventure of Link. You're playing Link's Awakening all on the Game & Watch, which was... Uh, which would be pretty cool. I don't know anything about the playable clock face, but I mean, I feel like they were like uh, Sega uh, Dreamcasting with this one. <laughs> I'm not yeah. sure what Sega or Sega did, but from what I saw, it was just it's a clock, and then you can like bring out Link and then just kill enemies while the clock is there. <laughs> it looks like a stage from well, like a like a let's one be of the honest rooms it's, from a dungeon. It's going to be something people buy and just put on the shelf. Yeah. And uh, this is for the 30th or 35th anniversary of Zelda. They did this exact same thing for Mario. There was a Mario game and watch last year, and it only had the original Mario game and the clock face that you could like jump around as Mario. I feel like they should have included Mario 1, 2, and 3 if they can include Zelda 1, 2, and 3. But <laughs> I thought they had the, the lost levels in there. Oh, it did. Which I, was technically yeah, you Mario might be right 2. Now. Yeah. Yeah. In Japan. Yeah. The the one where we got all of our characters that we love that didn't exist in Mario, but they did on the yeah. Japanese no, not, version. Not, that Mario 2 wasn't on there. The uh, the Lost Levels is on there. Yeah. Mario 2 Japan and is that, the Lost Levels America. Yeah. Then lastly is Breath of the Wild 2. They played like a couple minute trailer for that, which was very exciting. It it looks like it expands up into the sky now, and which brings back Skyward Sword <laughs> to mind, which is maybe why they're doing the mm-hmm. HD remake for that. <laughs> yeah. And the game was kind of a bust, I thought, Skyward Sword. I think because of the waggly remote control yeah. thing, it wasn't as popular 
Yeah, I thought the flying mechanic was fun, but it was really hard to like control. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't yeah. Know. Yeah. It definitely wasn't my favorite of the 3D Zelda games. I might play the HD remake of that oh, because yeah, they too, updated sure. the controls. But Breath of the Wild looks really awesome. I There were some new abilities they oh showed gosh, off yes. in that trailer. I, I can't remember what they were. He had like an awesome like, gauntlet on his arm, and he's like controlling different things like instead of the the stace whatever that pad is called <laughs> Sheikah slate Sheikah yeah, slate, slate. <laughs> it looked like he had like a gauntlet a now gauntlet yeah and then he went like this and he wiped out half of the puppy <laughs> <laughs> no i've seen so many of these um trailers and i don't know how far into youtube you guys go but all these zelda analyzers they have gone through Break down every, every waking second. second of this trailer about speculations of what's going to happen. And the big thing, Saf, a lot of people are saying, I don't know if you saw it, but it's time travel. That yes. the, the link that you see falling, he's wearing the same clothing as the one on the tapestry that's behind Impa of 10,000 years ago, where he has oh green God. over his left and his glowing right arm. If you notice, that arm is yellow and kind of green on the tapestry. So this is getting Hmm. back to when that hero 10,000 years ago, was it up in the sky? Was it down below? And the whole drip that you can go up and go up and down between things. Is it the Zonai? Are they coming out of this? The, this mystery tribe that's down where you get electrified in the forest down South. Um, Yeah. That build all I, there's I I am down the fucking rabbit hole on all these. <laughs> I could do a whole episode on Breath of the Wild too. You're speculation. You're part of it, is, it is nuts. Oh, it is crazy. But I'm so pumped for this. I can see. I mean, time travel makes sense. They've done it before in Ocarina. They've done it in Oracle of the Ages, where both of them have time travel involved. So it's not out of the realm of possibilities. Yeah. I assume in the time, the official timeline, it takes place after Breath of the Wild, so it's the farthest we've been into that in time. But it might also jump back in time. Yeah. So very cool. Cannot the, wait. The neat thing is that we learn too that they're not calling it Breath of the Wild two; they're just calling yeah. it the next the- Zelda game, untitled Zelda game, because they don't want it to. They say it's going to stand alone from Breath of the Wild, but it's obviously going to build off of it. But they want it. It's going to be so big that it's its own standalone game. But I'm like, but you got to connect the two somehow. And obviously this whole battle that happened 10,000 years ago is going to come back into this. They don't reuse titles ever or like subtitles ever. So I didn't expect them to call it Breath of the Wild 2. I'm just... That's what everybody's calling it because right. they they haven't said what the name is. <laughs> I think they've been calling it Breath of the Wild two since like 2017. Anyways, yeah, they've been calling yeah. it that. They called it a sequel. Re- they said a sequel to yeah. Breath of the Wild will be out. That's what they put out two years ago. So I saw an interview, an interview with uh, Sh- uh Sh- Miyamoto. I think uh, I'm not sure if he's the one developing mm-hmm. this one or not. I just assume he develops all the Nintendo <laughs> games, uh, but. He said, we haven't yeah. announced the title because it gives something away in the story. So they're kind of holding off until closer to the release yeah. before they release the title. And they did say that it's going to come out 
the more information will come out soon. I think they're going to wait till after Skyward Sword comes out. They said in the next mm. coming months in this calendar year, they're going to give more information and more gameplay of what's going to be different. But I think they, they don't want to take away from Skyward Sword coming out. Yeah. Because um, obviously this is going to be whatever happens in there is going to happen in here. So I'm uh, excited. I think to there's see. a there's a big event in Japan, like a big consumer electronics event in Japan in September. So I expect some more information mm-hmm. to drop then regarding this and other. Oh yeah. Uh, probably this anniversary details for Zelda. Uh, so yeah, I think uh, for the most part, 2021, I am excited the, probably the most about that uh, Space Force game. The uh, where'd I put it? The uh, Starfield, that NASA Punk RPG. Yeah, that sounds really. I think cool. that um, in in the realm of not Nintendo, like Nintendo, obviously there's all those other games that we just literally raffled rattled off. But I think in the realm of E3 that we're, you know, not it really hitting as much on this show that I'm excited about probably would be the space field and or Starfield. And then I'll talk about, about that quite a bit, what you're playing lately type of thing. Uh, I guess I, I already said WarioWare was my, yeah. I, I, well, I think it was my big surprise and thing I'm most excited for. So I guess Keith, you say, say yours and then we'll wrap up the show. Yeah. Um, well, <laughs> I'm excited for more Breath of the Wild 2 information coming out. That would be great. Um, and a lot of that Zelda stuff. But for sure, I'll definitely be checking out the Dragon Ball Z game. So, yep. Excited. Yeah. I think Pale had already said that he yeah. set aside the money for the Metroid game. Yep. I was going to mention that as well. He wants, <laughs> he, he, like, he really liked Super Metroid. So I, I can see him. And I'm really excited for Metroid Dread. I played all the 2D Metroids. So. Uh, yeah, I think, I think that's one of the things where we're missing that in our lives, and so that's what's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and Metroid's 30, 30th anniversary is this year uh, in, like, August, so I, I'm planning on doing a Metroid episode at some point this year. So we'll talk more about those later. All right. Well, we got games to look forward to, and you got episodes to look forward to us talking about these games. So until then... Drink Drink up up. and geek out. And geek out.